Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with Janelle and Leslie. I'm Janelle Cameron. Hi there, I'm Leslie Pearson. Today, we're going to give you our 2022 real estate predictions. Welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team, the podcast that helps make your real estate dreams a reality. The Janelle Cameron team is your expert source for all things real estate in the greater Toronto area. Whether you're considering a renovation to improve your return on investment, looking at homes for the very first time, or even considering becoming an agent yourself, we've got you covered. Hello, everyone. Hope you had a great weekend. Hope you survived the snowstorm. What a crazy Storm situation. of the century. Yeah, mm-hmm. it really was. I was in disbelief. It was a lot of snow, and yeah. it kept coming and coming. Yeah, coming that was the issue, I think, so much every hour. Yeah. Almost 10 centimeters an hour for a little bit yesterday. Was crazy. Yeah, the city came to a stop. Uh, in my neighborhood, it's still at a stop. Yeah. I think unless you're on a major street, um, some of those side streets, including where I live, are, are, are people are stranded. Yeah. I was telling Janelle that I'm um, coming here today. There were six cars on my street in the middle of the road in various positions, just abandoned. <laughs> Those poor people. <laughs> Nowhere to go. And Honest the problem's only getting worse because people keep coming onto the street behind them. Right. <laughs> when you go back today, there could be 10. There could be. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, thankfully I got out of doing any uh, shoveling yesterday because um, my husband said it was very heavy snow. Yeah. I know one of my boys made $250, so that Perfect. Was, he was pretty happy about that. I would have paid him. Yep. Not, I mean, I, I don't have that much to shovel, but enough. Yeah. Enough that I was like, why don't I live in a condo? Yeah. No, but it's pretty. And today is just with that bright blue sky. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It's sure. Gorgeous. You oh, say it's so. gorgeous. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's not for, not, for, not for the faint of heart. That's for sure. What would you think if you had uh, come out with a listing this week? Would, this, would weather affect your... Uh... Well, I was thinking about that because last night... As I was just mentioning, I had clients that saw a whole bunch of places on the weekend. All of them were taking offers last night. Yeah, I wonder. But it's all email. It's all email. So, But it did look like one of them didn't sell because I think, mm-hmm. uh, although they did have five offers, it looked like they didn't get what they wanted. Mm-hmm. If you get five offers and you're not happy with the price, uh, people, the market is speaking to mm-hmm. you. So, I mean, I don't even know what to say about that. Mm-hmm. How out of touch do you have to be to get five offers and not take any? Right. I agree. Yeah. Um, I've seen it. I saw it a couple times last week in Markham. Right. Markham townhouses. Right, right. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if uh, that's a listing agent not doing uh, their due diligence or not communicating well like, or managing expectations mm-hmm. or if it's, I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, that's a good qu- point, though. I mean, how much of that is the agent's mm-hmm. responsibility? Mm-hmm. I mean, certainly yeah. you do get clients that say, I absolutely want, you know, yeah. X price or I won't sell. Yeah, it's along those same lines that I often hear from people, you know, when I tell them what something sold for. You know, I, so often I hear, well, oh, my gosh, it's not worth that. I'm like, <laughs> who are you to say? That's right. <laughs> it's worth what someone paid for According it. to so you. So I would say yeah. to these townhome owners in Markham, who are you to say? Yeah. It's worth what those five offers yeah offered yeah Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. right and i yeah it is it is an interesting dilemma to be in when you're on the buying side of Mm -hmm. that but Mm -hmm. the selling side that's frustrating Mm -hmm. like i got you five offers Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and i had i had clients this year lovely people but they had two bully offers on their place Mm -hmm. didn't like either of them Mm -hmm. ended up raising the price because we didn't sell it on offer day and 
both and then had another offer didn't like that one and all three of those offers first of all were the same and mm. all only 15,000 under what they said they wanted oh 15,000 mm-hmm. and they're walking away mm-hmm and guess what they sold for? 20000 less than they wanted, mm-hmm. uh, ultimately, because it took too long. Mm-hmm. Now it's stale. and mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't know. You learn the hard way, I guess. Yeah. And as an agent, there's only so much you can do. You can yeah. explain the situation. You can bring your history to bear. But ultimately, it's their decision. And, like, in this case, I'm sure it, you did do your due diligence and manage expectations. They just didn't want to hear it. Well, they didn't want to hear it when it was kind of too late, yeah. you know, because they kept saying, well, we'll see. And I kept saying, well, you're not getting that. I made it very clear. You're not going to get that for that. Well, we'll see. I think we'll do even better. And then when they didn't, oh, well, I thought we were going to. And I said, well, I told you we weren't. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. we don't want to sell if it's not. And it was like one wanted to sell, one didn't. It was a weird, oh, yeah. it was a weird situation. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's tough. But, yeah, I would say to all the sellers out there, you know, if you're getting several offers and they're all around the same price, that's probably what it's really worth. And you can tell even before that offer night, if you have, you know, I I was involved with people last week and when we went to this property, there would have been 150 business cards there. Yeah. (laughs) So if you're out of that, you're not really getting very many offers, you know, you might suspect you're on the wrong track. Yeah. In this case, they were, they got, so I think there were about 150 business cards there and they got 31 offers. Good Lord. That might be, make sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would say so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It used to be the rule of thumb was I think you'd get one offer for every 10 showings. Yeah. I don't know if that's the case anymore. No, Mm -hmm. no, it seems to Mm -hmm. be, Mm -hmm. it seems to be dependent, dependent on where you live. If you Mm -hmm. live in, uh, well, in my experience, like everything I've sold in Mississauga or Durham, it's like for every showing for every two you get one offer Mm -hmm. (laughs) but in toronto you know it might be 20 showings and you only get one offer so right yeah it changes it up all right i've distracted us what's uh what are we talking about today yeah so today i thought we would give our top predictions for what's going to happen in 2022 um we have eight of them Unless we come up with more as we're talking, but at the moment we have eight. We came up with eight. We came up with eight, and I think that um, I think that you know it's worth mentioning. These are just our predictions. Doesn't necessarily mean we know everything, although we like to think we do. And uh, they may come true, and they may not. But this is what we. It's just believe. what we're kind of seeing yeah, on the uh, on the streets, and based on that, what we think will happen this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So number one. Uh, Despite the some people's opinion, we believe that the prices are just going to keep going up at a crazy rapid rate. A hundred percent, no evidence to the contrary. No evidence to the contrary. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, and several factors are combining to make that an ongoing, continued situation in Ontario, in the GTA for sure. You know, things like such a low number of houses for sale. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it is really people, isn't it? All about supply and demand. All about if supply If there's no and supply, you know, those, there are still people. I mean, that demand outweighs supply. Mm-hmm. End of story mm-hmm. to increasing mm-hmm. um, home values. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we talk about this regularly, but what do we think, uh, you know, about the different government measures to increase supply? Uh, in my own personal opinion is I think it's ridiculous. You cannot, the more restrictions you put on buying and selling to cool the market, 
the more people aren't going to sell because they have nothing to buy. So it's contrary to the whole problem. Yeah. But it's contributing to the problem. They don't seem smart enough to figure it out, mm-hmm. and I don't understand that. But, mm-hmm. you know. We need to be working on the supply issue. We need to be working on the supply. How do you do that? I think you have to lessen some of the restrictions. Right, exactly. I you agree. know, if people didn't have to pay a double land transfer tax in Toronto, they might be more inclined to sell and buy. Mm-hmm. But right now, they think, well, I don't want to spend that kind of it's money. It's prohibitive to a yeah. lot of people. Prohibitive. So, right. <laughs> Prohibitive. Prohibitive. <laughs> so I think that's yeah. crazy. Well, I don't know. if Have we seen a government program that has achieved what it set out to achieve? Never. There's always unintentional side effects that they yeah. did not consider. Yeah. So they're, they're, you know, their thinking is always <laughs> like things like we'll raise interest rates or we'll slap another tax on for mm-hmm. buyers. Mm-hmm. But how does that help anything mm-hmm. that just maybe that takes the low end out of the market but it doesn't stop it doesn't help people sell because mm-hmm. then they have to buy too mm-hmm. anyway it's it's stupid mm-hmm. just plain stupid yeah i i really do wonder sometimes who's making these decisions but um so yeah we don't think there's going to be any bubble bursting no. anytime soon i could say that every year but i yeah. definitely don't see that happening now yeah morphing into our second prediction i mean this year i mean in 2021 we saw when we say double-digit value growth, <laughs> we don't mean just 10%. We mean triple double-digit <laughs> in some cases. Now, I don't know that we're going to see those numbers. Mm-hmm. So m- my prediction is that the price increase is going to be there and it's going to be strong, but perhaps not as strong as 2021. What do you think? I think it will be in the 905. In the, okay. Yeah, I think that... I think, uh, I so think it, I so think the numbers be. this year were like in the 30s, right? 40s in yeah. some cases. So you think it, that'll yeah, continue? I do. Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah, I do. That would be my guess. Mm-hmm. Um, especially for the first half of the year. Yeah, I think the first half of the year is going to yeah. be crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. And again, nothing on the market. Um, one of our predictions, so uh, the next one would be that we're looking at all the markets in the GTA and kind of figuring out what we think is going to be the hottest market. I still think it's going to be Durham region. And my guess will be uh, Bowmanville and Oshawa again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So continuation of the trends we've seen since yeah. COVID's really started. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mississauga would be my next guess because I've never seen a frenzy like I have in Mississauga as I have in the last few months. Mm-hmm. So, I think those are the markets to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you live there, good for you. Um, but again, you know, you have to be moving somewhere out of out of the region in order for you to really maximize yeah, on the that. the benefit of that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but if you are in those areas, it's um, probably not never been a better time to... Um, to right size, mm-hmm. to buy up or to, mm-hmm. or to downsize, don't you think? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Just in order to... Take advantage of what you've got already. Yeah. If you're in a position where your housing um, might not be um, ideal for you now, if you're in those situations, I would be thinking about selling this spring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Because we don't know how long it's going to last, but certainly it's here now. Mm-hmm. And you can make a fortune. I Sorry if I repeated this story, but I had clients that... I think I did that bought in Orangeville last year. Did I not? No. Uh, okay. So they bought in Orangeville, I think a year and a half ago. Oh, you told me this last week. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think and it was then on they, the air. They mm-hmm. made $400,000 mm-hmm. in a year, in a year. Mm-hmm. 
And someone offered them 400 more. They were like, okay. Mm-hmm. It was just a little house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think they only paid six for it and sold it for a million. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So that, now they've bought something else in Niagara region somewhere where it's cheaper again. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like I um, helped these people um, see some townhouses in Richmond Hill last week. And one that they really honed in on, um, you know, we t- uh, talked about the fact that prices for that had increased, I think it was 36% in the last year. And based on that, a townhouse that on the street they were interested in sold last January for one one. It would go for something like one four six. Yeah. Now, yeah. guess what it sold for one four six. Yeah, <laughs> so they other couldn't believe are doing that. The math too. Couldn't believe yeah, that. Yeah. And if they'd bought a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, having said that, if they buy that today at one four six. Yeah. You know, and it makes another thirty five percent. Yeah. Well, and that's what the gentleman of this couple said, is that uh, if they delay it any longer, they're going to be looking in Aurelia. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> right. So he's, he, and you and I talked because I consulted with you on this because these people are, are tenants. And they have quite w- wisely considered that it would be worth um, sucking it up and paying that they're early in their lease. But mm-hmm. paying a year's rent and buying now is going to cost them less than waiting for the lease to be up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these sound like smart. They're young, right? Yeah, they yeah. sound like smart very kids smart. to me. Yeah, very I, smart. I, I love that. I love mm-hmm. the aggression. I love mm-hmm. the common sense approach. Mm-hmm. If every young person was like that. So, we, you know, the, yeah, they say worst case go. scenario, we can't get out of our lease. We're still better off if we buy now. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know because you were saying it wasn't one of the family mem- members suggesting that they don't buy or keep yeah. leasing or something. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The smart people. Smart. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. And I mean, imagine, right? They're, imagine if you are sitting there today and you are in your 20s. They're one year out of university. Okay, so say that's you. Mm-hmm. And you and your friend or you and your partner or whoever it is decide that you're just going to pool all the money you have. You're going to save up for a year or two. You're going to borrow, beg, borrow, and steal. You're going to buy something. Imagine by the time you're 50 how much that property is going to be worth. But Mm -hmm. if you sit around wasting your money on rent and partying and clothes and shoes and all the stuff that you did when you're, when most of us were 20 and you don't buy till you're 35, imagine. Well, the one thing about this young, smart couple, which is another, relates to another one of my personal predictions is that they happen to have been fortunate enough to have been born into the right families. Sure. So there is significant family help right, right. without which they would not right, be able right. to be so smart. Yeah. Um, but some people would take that and not, I mean, I know, I know a lot of people who just, they don't, they don't do the right thing with the money, right? And mm-hmm, so they would mm-hmm. instead travel Yeah, the and then kudos and, to the parents in this case because they're not getting the money unless it's for property. And good for them. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all smart all around. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so our next prediction, and this is this is going to be interesting to see if this comes to pass, but I'm thinking that the 905 prices of detached may surpass the prices in the 416 because we are looking at the 905 going up about 45% a year mm-hmm. and the 416 going up about 16 17%. Mm-hmm. And... So how long it, does it take for that to be the case for for the nine to five to overtake four one six? So you think it's this year? I think it'll be this year. Yeah. I think because um, we're already. I think the difference last month was between one six and one nine. So yeah. I don't. At this rate, it's not going to take very long. No. So that is going to be really. That will be so fascinating to see that happen if mm-hmm. it happens. Mm-hmm. 
Um, hard to believe. Hard to believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hard to believe and and interesting. But it's like I was saying, you know, I was trying to book some appointments in Mississauga this weekend and I couldn't get any, I couldn't get any appointment times. None. Yeah. Well, even with this smart young couple looking in Richmond Hill, we had, I never had to go see a place at 730 in the morning before. It's the only time that was available. Yeah. Same. We had it. This Mm -hmm. one had a six in the morning for one of them Mm -hmm. and the other ones were just totally blocked off. Mm -hmm. And then... And then I looked at a couple places in my neighborhood in the beach, and uh, you can go anytime you want. Yeah. Anytime. All yeah. of them. I mean, and we had some recent listings in the beach before the end of last year, and, you know, that's yeah. consistent with what we saw there, which is... Well, isn't that fascinating? Yeah. yeah. Mm. So I bet if we picked any house in the core right mm-hmm. now, like in the hot neighborhoods, I bet we could get in. Mm-hmm. And I bet if the average, average house in Mississauga, mm-hmm. you can't get in. So are we still thinking that's a COVID thing? Is that people not having to be in the core for work and so consequently wanting and needing more space? or Not is needing it, to be downtown. Yeah. Is it close? a lingering COVID consequence? I think so. Mm-hmm. I don't really know. Or is it just sort of everyone's doing it, so everyone's doing it? Right. There's some Maybe of, a bit of some that. mentality. mentality. Yeah, I guess if you don't. Maybe your office has told you, like, listen, we're never going back full time. Yeah. So what does that mean for Toronto? Like, it's frightening. Yeah. Like, do you look yeah. like cities like Detroit? Yeah. Where there's right or that have fallen apart. Yeah. I think. Yes, I think so. So is that, are we in danger of that? I don't know. It's uh, it is funny, though, because like I have a right before COVID, I have a client that bought right downtown on University, University in Adelaide, and she probably within three or four months COVID happened. She said, you know, I'd look out the window and it was like the apocalypse mm-hmm. it was so creepy mm-hmm. all the buildings no lights are on everything it hasn't come back mm-hmm. <laughs> you know all this time later so mm-hmm. it's gonna be really interesting mm-hmm. yeah having said that though uh i do predict personally and i think y- you agree based on what we're saying that we feel like the condo prices downtown are going to continue to rise this year yep i think i agree yeah i mm-hmm. think they will do well i think um partly because people can't afford to buy anything else and even at a measly, you know, what was the market increase for condos downtown last month? I think it was 15% or 14%. You know, that seems like, oh, I'm only making 14%, which is a huge return. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it's still an absolute great place to put your money if that's where what you can afford. Condos anywhere, actually. Anywhere, mm-hmm. anywhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Because we've seen the condo... Like the Durham condo yeah. market go crazy. Yeah. yeah. If that's all you can do. Yeah. And I don't even mean to say all you can do because that's a great thing to do. Yes. But if that's what your budget, you know, most likely affords you, yeah. um, that's great. If I was a developer, I would be looking at building high-rise condos in places like Durham where there really aren't very many. I don't know why more aren't going up. Like that is the wave right now because people yeah. can't afford the freehold homes. Do you know there. what I've seen a little bit more of that I don't remember seeing much and maybe I just didn't see it was um, I've been reading a little bit more about in the in the, in the core houses being turned into condos. Mm. I think that might be a trend. Yeah. That's interesting. Have you read about that? Yeah, I've heard that that's happening more and more. I haven't, but it's interesting Mm -hmm. Mm because there are a couple of those in the beach where you've got like a they've sectioned it big houses where they've sectioned them off. I was reading about that on the weekend, and that seems to I think that's a growing trend. Yeah, laneway housing. So alternate forms of housing in the core might be the way to go. See around it. Yeah, Uh 
Lane, laneway housing is going to explode. I think so. Mm-hmm. But you still need a lot of, there's a lot of requirements that you need the right kind of lane. And, mm-hmm. um, I wish I now had a lane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, me too. It's going to be interesting. Uh, okay, next prediction about interest rates. So we know interest rates are going to go up this year. I think everybody knows that. But I predict it's not going to change the market at all. I think it's going to have no impact. Mm-hmm. So um, what I'm hearing is it's coming, when do you think? I'm thinking March, April. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, agree. I, what I'm reading and seeing is that it won't really hit significantly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess we're just going to have to see what that looks like. There, you know, there's probably a lot of people who are maxed or really stretched mm-hmm. uh, with the amount of mortgage they have, but the amount of money they've made mm-hmm. has Outpaces. just given them yeah, mm-hmm. so much, so much uh, more equity in the in the property that they, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah. We'll, we'll have to watch that for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, uh, I've been yeah. having these conversations. Uh, you know, our mortgage payment would rent you a, a little one-bedroom condo. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, but Yeah. Yeah, I, I had a conversation with clients last night, and this is just a good reminder. Uh, they've got uh, parents moving from Winnipeg who might sell for about 600000 They're coming to the GTA, probably somewhere, maybe Hamilton, Burlington, St. Catharines area, and they are thinking about renting. Mm-hmm. or buying and I'm trying to explain and they're only they're in their 80s so it's not too bad but I'm saying like okay so you're going to get the average two bedroom apartment over there has got to be at least 2500 a month mm-hmm. so that's $30,000 a year so I know they're in their 80s but they still might live there for 10 years do you really want to spend $300,000 on rent in 10 years like mm-hmm. I don't know that's mm-hmm. a lot of money a lot yeah. of money. So, you know, I was saying to her, like, maybe it's better to just get a little something. Like, obviously, they can't leave their four-bedroom home in Winnipeg and buy something. A little bungalow yeah, or something, though. Yeah, but or even, even just, like, condo. a little condo mm-hmm. somewhere where maybe that's going to cost them six fifty for a one-bedroom. But at least at least your money's going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Kind of back to what we were saying before. Yeah, I've had similar conversations with my father, who's 85, and, and he just shuts the conversation. No, he's not. This doesn't apply to him, but when we talk about it, shuts the conversation down by just saying, I'm 85, I'm over buying. Yeah. I'm, I'm done. Yeah. No interest. Yeah, yeah. Regardless of yeah. the financial advantages, I'm done. Yeah. I mean, and I kind of get that too, mm. but you just have to be careful, I guess, if you're elderly and you're going into a rental, you got to make sure it's a rental apartment that they're not going to kick you out. And that the owners right. aren't going to move back in. Right. And, you know, I take you know. what my conversation with my dad with a grain of salt because he's not in this situation. But, right, um, right, right. But if he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, good. So uh, next prediction. Um, we saw last year a quite an exodus out of the city mm-hmm. and to places along the East Coast, particularly Halifax and Vancouver. Um, why that is, I don't know. I think personally, I think it, I would like to think it has something to do with these ridiculous restrictions we've had here in Ontario and how limiting life has been here compared to other places. I don't know if that's really the case, but um, nonetheless, that's where they're going. And I sort of think that's going to continue this year based on what I'm seeing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I think perhaps uh, that's part of it. I think that COVID... Um, 
maybe precipitated some career and job changes that uh, earlier than might otherwise have happened. So people realized they didn't have to be here. And if they didn't have to be here, where would they want to be? And maybe in Canada, yeah. those are your two choices. Those are the nicest those places. Those would be my two choices. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but <true>. Ocean <laughs> or ocean. Yeah. <laughs> so we've seen an exodus to the 905, but we've also seen to Nova Scotia and BC. Yeah. And I agree with you. I think that will continue. Mm-hmm. I think there's a... Um, we're going to have an employment problem um, yeah. if we don't already. And a lot of people, at least anecdotally, a lot of people I talk to, and it's probably a function of my age and stage, but um, COVID has um, made them think much earlier than they otherwise would have about stopping work. Yes. That life is too short for the way it's ended up, that this is crazy. Yeah. And if it alters how or where they thought they would spend their retirement, so be it. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've heard the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I you know we're kind of at the same stage mm-hmm. of our career, so maybe that's that's mm-hmm. kind of the way we're thinking. But I do often think, you know, this doesn't seem right. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to be, mm-hmm. I don't want to be stuck in a snowstorm, locked in my house if this happens again. You know, mm-hmm. when I can't go, I, I can't even go out to eat. Mm-hmm. You know, you just those are things you kind of really think about. You couldn't go out to eat anyway. That's true. That's um, true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. You know, we have the luxury of having huge flexibility and freedom in our career choice. But, you know, both of us sat at desks before. And the mm-hmm. idea of doing that mm-hmm. now during COVID and all the restriction, restrictions and challenges that has put on people, I just I don't know where my motivation would be. It would be hard. Yeah. Yeah. And these and poor people teaching their kids. Oh, oh, I would be drinking. Oh, yeah. Oh, I ran into a woman today on my street and I just almost start to cry just looking at her. Oh, my God. Yeah. She had a two-year-old, five-year-old and seven-year-old. <gasps> and, uh, you know. Oh, we escaped that. We did. Yeah. We, uh, we entered COVID with our kids at just probably the right age. Unfortunately, there's some negative, I think, complications for them going through it Definitely. at their age yeah. as teenagers. But, oh, to raise young kids the last two years. Yeah deadly so that makes me feel terrible for anyone who's complained to me about it and if i've if i've not given that as much attention as oh, i should I almost, she almost had me uh, in tears for her <laughs> i apologize now but she was on a pretty strong career track and covid made her and she's a yeah, young woman she right. had to uh, abandon it yeah. so now they are sitting in lawrence park thinking we, why are we here why are we here yeah. and we can't be doing this much longer on just one income so I think not only is it people in our age and stage, it's it, a lot of people are giving some thought to yeah. how they want to spend their lives. Yeah, yeah. right? I think mm-hmm. it, it's really opened my eyes to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, But yeah, no, I agree with you. I think that there's going to be people leaving Toronto. Yeah. If they don't have to be here, why would, would you, you choose why would to you, be here? Why would you spend all this money? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, if you didn't have to be in downtown Toronto, where would you be? Would you, are you a BC girl? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. If I had to stay in Canada, so mm-hmm. let's assume mm-hmm. I... I have to stay in Canada. Oh, I'd be in Vancouver in mm-hmm. a second. I love Vancouver. I love it too. I just I could not live there. I had uh, lived there as a child and had headaches mm. around the clock. Yeah. So I can't get that out of my mind. Yeah. Even though I don't think I I think I might not anymore. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't think I could make that choice for that reason. What would you do, East Coast? I think so. Yeah. I've just gotten to know Halifax a little bit lately, and I'm that does to love have it. great appeal. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's great. Um, Beautiful. 
I know I have some friends, more than one family, who've moved to Truro, which I know nothing about yeah. except my daughter laughs at me whenever I say, yeah. what about Truro? <laughs> <laughs> what are you thinking? Mother? Yeah, um, yeah, that's where I used to work for Sobeys, and that's where oh, their head okay. office was, oh, okay. so I would go there on the regular. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. And Samantha uh, just shakes her head. Yeah. <laughs> but, but um, yeah. But yeah, you can get a hell of a house on the ocean there. For but I, I don't, you know, for me personally, you know, anywhere else in this country has really no appeal. Yeah, um, yeah. My husband loves Alberta, but yeah, I couldn't do Alberta. it. Um, no passing. Yeah, yeah I, I can't think of another. The Maritimes for me is it. Yeah, I do see the beauty of the BC, but I just don't think I could live there. Yeah, but you know, Regina. Oh no, Winnipeg. Oh, no, 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 no. No. <laughs> so, sorry. Sorry, everyone. Um, now, okay. why, do you have to live in Canada? No. no. I don't know anything about that. And I won't that. be. I won't be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Down the road, you won't be. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. I'll wait to find out where Kate, my son, lands. Yeah, we'll right. Figure it out. Makes sense. Uh, we're just having a personal conversation today. <laughs> we're not even... <laughs> we forgot we're being recorded. We're doing our predictions <laughs> for <right>. ourselves. <laughs> you can tell where our heads are at. Oh, good. Okay, next one. Uh, I feel like more people are going to continue investing and buying more than one property. Yes. So in my kind of experience so far in the last couple of years, you have the people that are struggling and then you have the people that somehow have made a whole bunch of money yeah. and have really yeah, it spent... seems to be no middle ground. No middle ground. Mm-hmm. And they've spent a lot of money investing in second properties mm-hmm. outside the city, in the city, all over the place. Mm-hmm. A number of my clients have bought investment properties last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so a couple of them bought two. So way to go for them. Um, so the number, the prediction is that the number of people owning more than one will yeah. increase. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. And I've got two clients right now that are planning to sell their houses this year and buy one investment property and one vacation property Mm -hmm. where they will, you know, spend most of the time and then maybe come back here once in a while. So they'll need something in the city too. Probably, although I think uh, both of them have American citizenship. So, Mm -hmm. well, one of them, both of them are thinking warmer states. The other one is also thinking somewhere in Greece. Oh. So, yeah, which I'm like... Let's, that sounds good to me. I'll come visit. <laughs> Perfect. Um, okay, so then our final prediction is we feel like we're going to see more and more alternative ways of purchasing, for example, like joint ownership, where, again, you know, you and a family member, you and a friend, uh, you and a couple of friends all pull your money together and go in and buy something together, which, as far as I'm concerned, is super smart. Yeah, we started to hear about this, you know, maybe several years ago now, but at least a couple of years ago, and it makes so much sense. So much sense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if individually, some people might not be able to get what they want, so it's, it makes financial sense, mm-hmm. but also more and more of us are finding ourselves alone, you know, single, craving activity and socialization and the family doesn't look necessarily the way it used to look. Mm-hmm. It looks m- like it can take many different forms. That's right. And going in together with um, like-minded people on something, mm-hmm. um, even if not all the people you're going in on it actually end up living in the property makes so much sense. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I think like, the smart thing to do if I was in that position right now and I couldn't afford something of my own is I would be buying something with someone. You have to be very careful, 
careful about contracts and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, for but sure. But I would be buying something with someone, a duplex of some description, you know, one person's in one unit, one person's the other. You live there for X number of years. You eventually pull your portion of the equity out and buy something on your own, keep that property. The other person hopefully would do the same or maybe they still live there. It doesn't really matter. But the point being that, you know, you've, you've, you can build and save so much money doing that, that you're able to, you know, withdraw and move on. And yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that too. And as I say, I, I see people not pulling out and moving on. Uh-huh. I see it as a great way to live forever. It is a great way to live forever too, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. you're right. I mean, if you find yourself, yeah, mm-hmm. single or you, not even that. I mean, you just. So like, you know, everybody I know is in their mid fifties, uh, women splitting up from their relationships. Why not go in with a couple right. of them together? Absolutely. And like at that stage of your life, that seems to me. To solve a lot of issues. It does for a lot mm-hmm. of people. And also, so I do think that's going to grow. Yeah. And I think there's so many benefits to that if, mm-hmm. you know. And even and and on if the you other. travel. Yeah. You right. know, there's always someone right. there. If right. you have pets, someone can right. help you with the dog right. walking or. You can play Remy Cube. But can, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's at the midlife kind of scale. But even yeah. like young um, people starting out. Yeah. It's a great way to get in. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. If I you love didn't it. happen to be born into the, uh, the right family. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. But the point I think that we're trying to make is get creative. Mm-hmm. That's what's important that you just get in, you get creative and you just figure something out. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, good. Well, that about wraps it up, I guess. I think we ended up with more than eight because we threw in some yeah. Some additional ones well, we along the way. We do that. We always yeah. do that kind of thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> however many were in there, those are our thoughts that's, for that's 2022. That's what we think. Yeah. <laughs> those are our predictions. If I we predict talked a little longer, <laughs> we'd predict even more. I predict you're going to have a great year, help some wonderful clients, probably have your best year ever. I predict more people are going to hear our podcasts and enjoy them. We are going to have our best year yeah. ever, and yep. we are going to help many clients. Yeah. And uh, yes, we predict we predict that you are all going to share this podcast with <laughs> other people, and you are going to make sure you subscribe to all of our social media channels, which is at the Janelle Cameron team. Right? Sounds good. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Okay, everyone, thanks so much, and we will talk to you next week. Happy real estate. Happy real estate, everyone. We hope you've enjoyed the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team. But more importantly, we hope you feel better informed and enthusiastic about your real estate future. We know buying and selling can be stressful, so let us help. If you're looking for hands-on support in the greater Toronto area, the Janelle Cameron team from Remax Hallmark Realty is ready to assist. Visit JanelleCameron.com. That's J-E-N-E-L-L-E Cameron.com. Or dial 416-486-5588. Join us again next week as we deliver more content to help you reach your real estate dreams.